Hey, welcome to the Small Talk Podcast. I'm Mike Smalligan. I'm here with Alex. We are at Ken's Fruit Market on Plainfield. They have two locations in Grand Rapids. They're a staple in the Grand Rapids community, and I'm really excited to check out their store and what they have going on today. We focus heavy on fresh produce, really. Like, so okay. when even when we started, that was basically all we did. Um, that's kind of me, my dad, like our backgrounds is in produce and okay. what we know best, what we handle still to the day, that's what we do. So it's really heavy for us. I mean, we feel like it's something that we can kind of do that we can differentiate ourselves from other people, especially the big They're rocks really good and chain it. stores. And um, we rely heavily on local growers during the spring and summer and fall. Uh, we just try to, you know, have the best quality, good prices, all that type of stuff that, you know, anything that we can do there. So are most of your uh, vegetables like local or where do you get them from? Well, like it depends on the season. So, you know, during the main growing seasons in Michigan, yep. we are getting everything local as, as close to town as we can get. Like, I mean, all of our apple and like stone, any stone fruit growers, like pears and peaches and everything like that. They're all out north of town on the ridge. You know, we get corn from a guy, uh, his name is Andy T. He's the best corn grower in the world, I think. And he's over in St. John's. So he's probably like the furthest one out that we deal with. Okay. But other than that, everything's right here from the uh, squash to, I mean, tomatoes, obviously apples we said, I mean, all the berries that we do in the summer, it's all right, right here. So um, we just, we try to do that as good as we can. I mean, we come from back in the day, like when there just wasn't as much shipped up in stuff, you know? Sure throughout the year or whatever. I remember those days where there, there'd yeah. be times where you couldn't get certain fruits or vegetables, right? Yeah, and, and it's kind of gone to the way of everything being year round. And it's still not everything is like that, but it's pretty close. And so, you know, there were a lot of things where really, if you wanted it, the Michigan local stuff was all you can get, or it was the only thing that was halfway decent. So, you know, peaches and, and uh, good tomato and stuff like that are just, you know, really back in the day that's all you can do is just get local so stores like us people like us and my dad or whatever we would pride ourselves on being able to offer that you know and so that's kind of where they learned and found their niche and everything and we just still keep doing it and to us it's like the quality the price the freshness the everything it's like why would you not go to the local guy and Sure. And support them. Right I think that's that's true for a lot of businesses. Yep. I, I love supporting local as far as yep. like beer and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. meat. And yeah. I think it's the, the farm to table, the quicker you can get there, the fresher, the better the food is. Yeah. So I'm noticing all these uh, vegetables that say Ken, fruits yeah. and vegetables so, that say Ken's. That's awesome. You know, one thing that we've done over the years is like we carry the core produce and then um, I'll, you know, I'll get in the story more later probably, but we... We do the meat and everything, and then um, we just always just try to add on more and more and more and more and more, whatever we can. And that area for us really where we can grow is like just dry grocery stuff, um, bulk products. I mean, pretty much everything over here you've seen was an addition at some point that we were just like, hey, you know, we can sell this. 
We yeah. could we could do this. We could do this this way or whatever. So that's kind of been the core of like our expansion over the years is just trying to figure out what else we can put in the store that people want. Yeah. And so like through uh through the like recent years, this is one of the newer things we've tried to do is just do whatever we can that we can put our name on really. Yeah. And um there's um lots of these jarred good products that really are great quality stuff, fair prices. Um, this is stuff that you you can't find anywhere else necessarily, okay. especially the big chain stores or anything like that. This is by far the number one seller out of any of this stuff. Pickled baby beets. Pickled baby beets. And I think they're disgusting. My two-year-old daughter loves them. I, I like don't beets. Them. I don't know if I like pickled beets, but I might. Here, try a jar. <laughs> That's developed into uh, into like we got dressings down there. We've got, you know, more pickled stuff, ketchups. There's cider down here. We have our own line of spices over there. It's like, you know, a lot of this stuff has just kind of been throughout the years adding on anything that we can get produced. So how do you determine like what you bring into your store now? Like, are oh, you... Man. Uh, Look, are you looking for stuff or are people coming to you with stuff? It's a little bit of both. I would say now it's, I would honestly say it's about 50-50. Sure. Really. Like we get cold called sales all the time and you know, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's great to do that because we found some of our best vendors like that. We also search out, you know, different things and from finding things out on the internet to, um, going to other stores. Okay. Not necessarily around the area because we don't want to really copy anybody, you know, but there's a lot of good stores in, in the Detroit area, Chicago area, or, you know, out of the state that are similar to ours that we can kind of, you know, look and see what they're doing. And if it seems like it would work for us, then we can do that. Okay. But uh, a lot of, like, a lot of our smaller vendors, a lot of our local producers that we, we sell their stuff, it's it's a lot of them coming into us and bringing their stuff and hey do you know is this interest anything that interests you in you know, selling so sure um like i said it's about 50 50. we do full beer and wine no liquor um okay is there plans for that or not really no not really i mean if anything we, we have plans we would like to do like a, a bar type thing like yeah you know, that's probably more of our avenue to do that the liquor business is really just it's tough. It, it's not something really, you're looking to get into. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, maybe with like the more of the craft, like bourbon and all that stuff taken off pretty good. It's probably a decent thing to get into. But um, for us, we're trying to find things that we can do differently than anybody else. You know what okay. I mean? And anything that we can do different than Meyer or Walmart or whatever, you know, that's what we want to do. That's what's going to make us better because. It's going to give somebody else a different, you know, different or a customer, a different, you know, experience than they can get in over there. You know, yeah, it's it, experience is super important. That's and just yeah, having that's huge. Something you know, different in and, our business. Like that's the thing with like uh, COVID really kind of put the emphasis on this a little bit where like you know, everybody's offering delivery now. Everybody's offering um, pickup, you know, whatever, you know, drive up pickup thing, you know, and stores like us like people ask if we're doing it all the time and it's like we want to do something different like there's still 
tons of people who want to come out and shop and walk through a store or go to a store where there's things going on. You get on. to discover new things when you go into the grocery store. Tell me about your role here. Like what, what, what is your title and what do you do for the, the Ken's Fruit Market? Okay, so my title would technically be like general manager. Okay. Okay. Um, my dad is Ken. Okay. okay. My middle name is Ken. So close enough. But you no. ever think about going by Ken? No, not at all. All right. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, it's my dad. It, um, my dad and me are kind of extensions of one another at this point. Sure. Um, we kind of both take over different roles and, and operations and, uh, and overseeing things. And um, my main day-to-day job that I do a lot of is I do all of produce buying. So I'm going to the market and, you know, picking stuff out, purchasing. I'm doing all of our pricing, um, anything that we have on special or ads and like that. I'm doing all that. And I'm also dealing with all the local growers that we have during the, the summer and fall months, just uh, buying products. Sometimes I'm driving our truck out to pick it up, you know, okay. stuff like that. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's my main core um, thing. My mom is involved heavily, too. She does all of our books. Okay. Um, she, you know, uh, books, a lot of the HR type stuff, she, she handles all that and does an amazing job at it. I don't know how she does what she does, but no. One thing, like, like each one of our stores kind of has, at this point, has, we kind of have a different, like, ownership structure and stuff like that that goes into it. So me and my dad and my mom are the common denominator between all three of our stores. Um, this store here, we have a, a gentleman named Bob who runs our meat department, and he also owns part of the business. That's so awesome. He's a meat guy. He is the best meat guy that I've ever met and uh he knows everything and anything about there one thing my dad and i do not really do um so he handles all that um everything involved in that and he's got you know obviously a crew of people behind him helping out too but my um, father-in-law was a butcher and yeah. um there's so much to learn about meat and all the different oh. cuts and how to do it and uh yeah yeah that's a it's a more skilled, than you think skilled trade by i mean 100 percent like that's one thing that really has propelled our business throughout the years is the meat department. I mean, I mean, we, we don't like to really admit it because we're produce guys, but it's the number one thing we got. Yeah. Hands down that, that people well, that, that carries, right? Like word of yeah. mouth, um, word people of mouth. talk about, oh, um, I got the best steaks over here. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've done a, uh, we have killer brats. I mean, that's just, huge for us people you have like brats. the kind where they like mix things in yeah like, oh yeah we have like i mean there's yeah. like countless i mean we Jeez. got a sign of there's like over 20 varieties of them or something like that okay so we do a ton of brats we do some other specialties type stuff now that really is stuff that is created by our guys here that you can't go to a chain store and get this right. is stuff that we make it's stuff that is proprietary to us and it's really good, you know. It's it, it keeps people coming back too. So, so we like that. It's been it's been huge for us to have the meat department. Um, you know, we do have a great great crew of people operating our stores and just kind of, you know, whether it's uh, a couple managers for each store and department managers and, you know, people in the office. We have just core group of great people that help us operate every day. But 
Um, that's, you know, kind of. When was uh, Ken's founded? Okay, so my dad started his first store in 1981. And, wow. And um, at that time, it was a store in Ionia. We are all from, my family's from the Ionia area. Okay. Um, so Ken's, as you know it, and this is kind of a long story, but as you know it, started in 2010. Okay. We opened in Alger Heights uh, yep. in 2010 in the fall. And um, so then shortly after that, we came up here and started the store in 2012. Um, and then we had a store on 28th Street in Wyoming for a couple of years in between there. And then in 2018, we actually bought back my dad's old store in Ionia. Okay and changed the name to Ken's, and that's where the Ken's Farm Market comes in. And uh, we, we still have that today and operate that, so. Okay. Um, we're, we're at three locations right now, um, and uh, it's been really good for us. Yeah. Got your eye on others, or not quite yet? You know, one thing about our business, with what we do now, it's, it's very hard, I'll say it's really hard to do multiple locations. Sure. And I, I mean, I know to some people it probably is a little easier. There's obviously chains of stores all over the place that have hundreds of locations and they do it. But for us, what we've really thought about in the last few years is just trying to trying to take like what we do at each location and grow each location. We've got like, especially right here, um, we just expanded another 8,000 square foot back into our, our building here last spring. We just added this greenhouse outside. Um, we still probably have some room to grow around here, especially with just like, you know, organization and, you know, rearranging and adding stuff into our building right now. But, um, you know, right now our sites, sites are set on just kind of improving our locations that we have right now. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you're going to get uh, a different level of, personalization or yeah um, yep. people when it's a, on a smaller scale and uh, it's obvious that you uh um have good people and uh, a reputation and that that doesn't always transfer well to multiple locations so no yeah that's that's for sure i mean it, this is like we talked about with the butcher it's a skilled trade sure um running one of our stores is a skilled trade i think it's it's not something that anybody can go to college for it's not something that you learn in like a couple weeks of training. You know, it takes a long time. It takes a long time to learn not only just the skills of the trade, but how we want things done and how we operate. And um, so it's not like you got people every day that can, you know, lead a team and run a store for you or whatever. But, um, you know, somehow over the years, we've built up a few people that are able to do it right now. It's been really good. But, um, yeah, with that, it's just kind of, it's tricky to to look towards the future and easily picture yourself starting more. And it's like, right now we're so entrenched in the communities that we're in right now that, you know, if you go to a new spot, if you go to a new town, you got to start all over almost. I mean, we have a fairly good name in the area, I think, but even if we were to go to a place like Hudsonville, you know, sure. we're, we're brand new out there you know so what are some ways you support the community around here so i look at this a lot of different ways i mean as a grocery store i mean i think you kind of have to have this default role as like a anchor in your community right 
you know, we pride ourselves on being a spot where everybody knows everybody. Uh, people come in, they feel welcome and they feel like they can get what they want and just, you know, have an enjoyable time shopping. And, you know, having a grocery store in your community that, especially one that has a neighborhood type feel, really just does a lot to kind of anchor that community and support, you know, and we, we find that in Alger Heights a lot where we're at, that's a really tight knit community. We've been there for over 10 years now. We love the area. We get a tremendous amount of support from the area. So do the other businesses that are there too. And so we feel like we, you know, are part of that neighborhood. Um, you know, besides that, we, you know, we, we try to support any local function that we get asked to do, like school functions or church sure. things like that. We, you know, we, uh, a lot of people come to us for donations or something like that. So we, we do try to support anything like that that we can do. We'd like to think that we're great friends with anybody in our neighborhoods that comes in here and shops. And, you know, I know there's been multiple times throughout the year that we have, you know, we can support people, you know, one-on-one -on -one or whatever. Um, not only that, but just with employment and everything like that too, we employ people in our neighborhoods and, um, it's a good spot where, you know, things like kids can come work. Like, you know, we hire anywhere. We hire usually 18 or 16, just depending on the location. So, okay. you know, it's a good spot for kids to get their first job and yeah. get some working experience. And, and that's been really good for the areas we serve too. So, so um, how was it uh, growing up as Ken's son? Like when, when did you get involved with the grocery store? Oh my gosh. You know, um, so growing up with a dad who had a grocery store was a ton of fun because, I mean, he encouraged me to work as young and as much as I possibly could. So my earliest memories are probably me at seven years old coming in and stacking potatoes in the summer on Monday, Wednesday, Friday when we get trucks in and coming in on the weekends and help bagging groceries or yeah. help, you know, you know, doing produce or just cleaning and sweeping floors and just working for probably a dollar an hour. And yep. it was great, you know, and, um, you know, one thing that my dad always has done really well and still continues to do is just kind of like emphasize the fun of working and, you know, the pride that you should have for working. And, you know, this is not always the prettiest job in the world. It's not always the easiest thing in the world, but at the end of the day, you know, you should enjoy it and you should take pride in it. And um, with that, you know, you can have something to kind of show for. So even at the youngest age, it was always, it was always work. It was always fun. It was always hard work, but you know, we, we enjoyed it a lot. You know? Okay. I, I mean, I have rental properties yep. and uh, I, I bring my kids to do cleanup yep. and um, it's, yeah, it, it, finding, finding ways to bring your kids into it and yeah. let them know what you do. And I think it's super important, really, any type of business. Yeah. Um, I, I brought my kids along with me on showings for real estate. And it's just, you know, exposing them to what you do every day so they can appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, and uh, gain some experience kind of along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's for sure. But yeah. I mean, it was. I can imagine was growing up good. in a grocery store would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not just a grocery store inside it was like okay you know let's go in and work for four hours and then 
ride my bike out back for another couple hours while my until my dad goes and takes me home for lunch or whatever you know sure. it's like hanging out with all the, the employees that you know that all knew you and stuff like that i mean that was a lot of fun too and um you know yeah i mean probably didn't even get a lot of work done you know but it's just like all about the experience experience so. yeah. yeah so how has your role changed i mean so starting here as a kid and then when did you start actually like working and 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 evolved into yeah. management well i um you know during high school and stuff i never really saw myself doing this um, okay i was what i'm do you a see yourself doing oh i'm a musician by trade okay and I'm, i went to school for audio production okay um and and it kind of got to a point where you know some things were going on in, in my life and my family's life and with the stores and everything like that and i just kind of Got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is what I want to do with my life. I don't really, you know, it's not that I wasn't like making any progress or anything. I was still young. I was uh, 21 at the time when I decided to kind of come back. Sure. But I just kind of felt like it was the right move. And, and uh, like at that point, I just realized that like family meant a little bit more to me and, you know, having us keeping my family's, you know, business and their legacy going really meant a lot. And, I mean, to me, it was just, it was just a solid career choice too. like, you know, rock solid business to be in yeah. as long as you don't screw it up. I mean, it's going to be there. So making a decision at 21, when I was done with school to not pursue anything and come back here, that's when I kind of was like, okay, I got to start really learning the business, got to start taking on more roles. And from there, it just kind of grew and started doing more and more and more, you know? Well, if you would have done something else, like the, the musician or audio engineering, yeah. like, I, would you have appreciated what you had as much as you do now? Just because I grew up in it and know, I, I always knew like what this was about. I think I probably would have still appreciated like it, if that makes any sense. But yeah. well, I, I imagine starting at seven, right? Like seeing yeah. everything yeah. that your dad yeah. goes through and um, I'm sure some of that came home with him and oh yeah, um, yeah. a lot of that and uh owning a business is is has its own set of challenges yeah I you know a lot of people my think mom's it's... always been involved too so i mean if anybody else understands and has parents that work together or own a business together you know it's not always easy but it's a lot of fun so do you have kids yet i got two yeah yep. have they started working here yet nope uh one is two and a half and the other one is uh is nine months now oh, so a little they're young. a little young they're a little young they've came you know came around and seen what it's all about though but yeah they're a little too young still but i grew up in grand rapids actually yeah. down uh plainfield and uh one of my like earliest memories of a grocery store we would go to D'Amico's, which was on okay yeah uh, plainfield yeah. by yeah. ann street and they knew my dad by name yeah like we would go in there and They'd be like, how's it going today, Gary? And um, I remember one time that the, the guy, what was it? I think his name was Frank. We went in there. My dad forgot his wallet. And the guy was like, oh, come back later. You're yeah. good for it, Gary. Yeah. Like, and, uh, That's so cool. That, I mean, like, just you, that experience was really cool. Yeah, and you're not going to get that anywhere else nowadays. You know, it's like. It's tough. I like to say that, you know, we try to try to have that same feel as good as you can for 2023 and. You know, it's like 
our other store in Alger Heights, as you probably went to, is, yeah. is small. It's yep. a lot smaller. This is 28,000 square foot now. That's 12. Your candy aisle is almost 28,000 square feet. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, that one there, like, we just have, like, everything's tighter, everything's smaller. It has that old school market vibe like you're talking about. Yep. It's neighborhood feel. Everybody knows everybody, you know, and it's just a cool feeling being like that. I really like it. Obviously, like, for the business side of things, we like to be a little bit bigger so we can grow and continue yep. to sell more and all that stuff. But, you know, it's like that always just kind of holds a, a soft spot in my heart, having, having a small store like that, you know, to just have that feel, you know, mm -hmm. so more personal you get to know more people yeah, and the yeah. community better and you know one of the areas that we've really been trying to grow and excel at the most lately is our garden center okay so um as you come out here in the spring we'll have full show of plants out there annuals perennials hanging baskets uh combo planters pre-made combo planters nursery stock we're, we're doing a lot with nursery stock nowadays like um hydrangeas and in fruit trees and all that type of stuff. So um, we've really found that to be a great, great deal for us. It's like, not only is it a lot of fun for us, like I love doing it. Um, it's just kind of like a cool like thing to get the spring like started off and yeah, everybody loves to come out and buy the flowers. And you know, we found that it's a good thing that like nobody really kind of can compete with us on, especially the big box chain stores you know there's obviously a lot of great nursery stores and a lot of great flower shops around that do well with it but everybody's independent and and uh none of the chains really do a good job with it so it's been and good for us do you just sell it here do you actually like my wife has been to some classes and where they like Throw. help you no they um put together planter boxes so they yeah. like bring different plants and put them all together and everything that we do is pretty much just uh just sold like we don't really do any of that ourselves okay um you know we have really great growers around the area that that do all that for us everything like all of that stuff is grown within a really tight radius of here so okay hudsonville is huge for it there's tons of growers over there greenhouses that grow specifically annuals perennials and nursery stock i mean there's a couple over in the grand haven area over along the lakeshore we we tend to stick with the smaller smaller guys okay uh, i think the mentality behind that is uh we'd better, rather be a great customer to a smaller guy than a smaller customer to a big guy you yeah know? so have an impact yeah yeah, yeah. for sure I and mean, we can kind of work with them a little bit better i mean so um, that, that area of our business has been great. Um, that's one of the other roles that I, I kind of take care of too. All of us kind of are involved in that. So it's been a lot of fun trying to grow that side of our business. And I love it because, you know, you're stuck inside all winter. You're, you know, it's not really the best time of year for our business during the winter. And then as soon as April hits, it's like, everybody's ready to go. Yeah. It's exciting. It's warm out again. Everybody's coming out of their houses and ready to, ready to buy flowers. So it's, it's a lot of fun to do that. So last year we just put up our new greenhouse out here and that's been great for us. And it's just helped our, helped our plant business a lot. So, okay. Um, do you do like Christmas trees? Yeah. That kind yeah. Of stuff? So, okay. We're filming this in December right now. So we got Christmas trees out there. We're actually like getting pretty, pretty, uh, cleaned up on them. So we don't have a few, uh, that many left, but, um, 
we'll do we'll sell you know good chunk of Christmas trees throughout the throughout the season, and we do pumpkins in the fall for about, Halloween, yeah. and um, we'll kind of keep keep the seasons going. So um, it's, it's pretty good. We do like right now we're doing a lot of uh, gift baskets and fruit baskets and stuff for for the holiday season. So yeah, so that's that's a good deal for us too. Um, you know, again, it's like this business started kind of just as a really seasonal thing like during the summer yep and then as you grow it's like okay how do you keep it going all year round as much as possible and now you're at the point where there's really no lull time maybe january february is a little bit of a downtime where there's nothing going on but other than that you're going right from springtime with flowers to the heavy produce season in the summer to pumpkins to christmas trees to christmas to you know right back at it again so um it keeps it exciting, you know, keeps okay. it exciting. Sometimes I envy the stores that close and, you know, during the winter, but it's like, you know, we, we like to keep it going and stay all year round and stay open, so. So you, you mentioned stores that close. Um, I'm sure you guys close here. What, what are some of the things that you do when, when you're not here working? I, I still play music a lot. Now I'm hanging out with my wife and kids a lot, but, um, you know, we, um, I like to, uh, I like to play music. Yeah, I like to play music. What type of music? What's the name of your band? I'm not in a band right now. Okay. No, but I, I do like uh, I like country music. I like rock music. I like anything like that. Um, so I do, I do a lot of that. I play bass, drums, and guitar. Um, okay. Other than that, I mean, I love to, we love boating. Um, my family, we kind of grew up boating a little bit. Um, I don't get to do that as much anymore nowadays, sure. but uh, we'll we'll get back there. But uh, you know, now it's just it's just introducing my my kids to every little thing now that I possibly can. So that takes up a lot of my time. It's just, all right, let's let's go here. You know, get a day off and let's go to the zoo or you know, let's go check this out. Let's go to the beach or, you know, it's a lot of that. So that's obviously really fun, as yeah. you know. You know, um, it means getting rid of some of the hobbies you might have, but it's okay. Well, that's becoming a dad, right? Yep. 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 Totally get that. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I mean, other than that, we, we kind of just, uh, we work a lot. This is definitely a, a, a business that doesn't have a ton of downtime. You know, we're early in the morning. We're, we're you know, working till reasonable time, usually 5 o'clock in the afternoon or whatever. But, you know, there's not a ton of downtime. We're open seven days a week. So um, it's not like, uh, it's not, not too typical. But yeah. as you know, you're a realtor. Yeah. You know, they, it's a full-time deal. Always something to do, you know. So um, you never know when you're gonna get a call on Sunday afternoon. Something's going on. So yeah, you know, it's you got to be ready for it. But what uh, are some emergencies that that happen in a grocery store? Oh man, um, well, like the biggest one that like kind of comes up on you sometimes is equipment going down. Okay, so, you know, we have a lot of coolers and freezers around that that run our stuff and keep our product cold. So if one of those goes down, you got to either get it fixed very quick or or take care of that product and save it or whatever. So we, you know, nowadays we have high tech monitors on everything that, you know, helps us out with it, but you still got to scramble a little bit if something happens. So yeah. Other than that, you know, power going off is a big one, kind of the same on the same lines. Um, you know, there's, you know, just anything. It's always something different, you know, it's always something new, <laughs> but. So you guys had a, a fire. Yeah. So. And how, how do you recover from that or what happened there? We uh, we had a fire here in this 
fall of 2016. Yeah. And um, it pretty much, what happened was, is we have some uh, far away blurry video of somebody coming up and lighting us some straw bales on fire that we had outside that oh, we were selling. Um, so still trying to find out who that is, but uh, we it basically lit the whole outside on fire smoke came billowing in through the through the um you know the building and basically ruined all the product and everything in here and it was a total loss in here not that much fire damage obviously but smoke just covered everything so we had to basically at that point we just gutted everything and started from scratch and it took us a long time to get get going as you know i mean any project takes a while nowadays but yeah that took us a while but we came back really strong i mean you got bigger when it when you came back too. We or? did, yeah. We were able to kind of rearrange the building and the yeah. setup to give us a little bit more room, so that was nice. And um, you know, we were able to kind of fine tune what we what we did and what worked and what didn't. So we were able to kind of kind of come back pretty good. And then, you know, the the area and the community just like came out in droves for us. It was awesome. I mean, they really expressed that they missed us and we missed them. And when we came and opened back up, it seems like it's never stopped since then. It's been been very busy for us here since then. That's so, good. Yeah. yeah. It, I hate to say, like, the blessing in disguise type thing. Like, nobody ever wants to say that. But in hindsight, now that it's over five years over, over it's, it's, you know, been... Uh, well, I think it could have okay. turned into something negative. But, yeah, you I know, mean, with, with your... Um, your attitude and your community outreach it turned yeah. into a pot of positive thing. You know, uh, like nobody was hurt, you know, nothing really was damaged that bad. Um, so with all that being said, it was, in the end, it was like an okay thing to happen, I guess. Yeah. But not that we would ever want to go through it again. No, it totally. Was, it was, it turned out okay. So, wow. I didn't know your candy aisle had two sides. Yeah. So I might have a problem. We like candy. We <laughs> Four you know, sides. It's like you got the healthy stuff, kind of, and then you got the treats. Um, some of it stuff, like there's M&Ms in there, there's gummy bears, there's different stuff that you can find at a normal store, yeah. and then there's other stuff that's more specialty. I mean, my favorite is the milk chocolate gummy bears right here. These are the best. It sounds weird, but the flavor of the chocolate and like the you know, fruit gummy bear is amazing. So to check those out, that's like underrated for sure. We don't really sell a ton of them, but they are, I think if more people tried them, they'd love well, them. I think so. that's, you know, the power of advertising, right? Yeah. You tell somebody about it yeah. and, and yeah. then they come in and they, they want to try it out for themselves. So, which I think kind of leans into what we were talking about earlier. We can touch on it again, but it's like, you know, advertising for us, you know, we, as a grocery store, we've kind of always had to like put out a weekly ad and advertise some prices and do some yeah. discounts just to kind of, you know, um, kind of compete and, you know, you do it to kind of get people in the door and stuff, but we've never really been big on other advertising and, and stuff. And, um, I think it's just kind of, we try to do word of mouth as much as we can. Sure. It's like, it's slower, but it's better because you know, as long as you have a loyal customer base, they're going to tell other people and they're going to, you know, then they're going to check it out and shop. And that whole process takes a while, but it's better in the end. Yeah.
I think that uh, for us, you know, our money is better spent in improving our store, you know, supporting our employees and our customers and community and just kind of like, you know, making those things our priorities instead of going out and plastering a bunch of billboards and TV ads around to try to drum up business, you know. So you mentioned uh, your butcher Bob is yep. uh, part owner. Is that a normal thing? Like, do you promote people from like within to ownership or management roles? So yeah, we we have um, actually uh, a gentleman uh, who is part owner of our Alger Heights location now. Um, his name is John. John has been with us since day one. John, he's a family friend of ours that I've known since the day I was born, probably. Um, and he started with my dad when yep. he was very young, and then. Uh, he started at our store in Alger Heights when we opened in 2010, and he's been with us ever since. And uh, he just got the opportunity last year to buy into the business and That's awesome. kind of run and operate it himself too. And, and it's been really good for him. Um, you know, basically every single one of our core like manager employees are, you know, from within. Okay. Um, people that have been working here for a couple of years that have worked their way up and, you know, it, we love to have people that kind of come in and learn things our way and learn how our business is. And then, you know, if they're interested and if they like it and if it fits them, then we have opportunity for them. And it's, it's great. So it makes some really good people that I don't just consider employees. I consider friends. Sure. And that's what, I mean, that makes working more enjoyable, right? Well, to have that's, people that I mean, you trust that you like. It's really something that we don't talk about much with this business, but it's like, this is not just about produce and groceries. It's about the people. The people that are in this business are some of the best around. Like some of my and my family's long, longtime friends, um, from customers to employees to vendors to other store owners to other people in the industry around. I mean, it's there's some of the best. It's a very you know honest and loyal business. It's a very you know, you know, it's just kind of a lot of full of a lot of good, hardworking people that, you know, you want to surround yourself with. So, um, you know, that part of it really, I, again, we don't really talk about that probably too much, but it's really true, you know? So we really like that. I mean, we've been able to kind of surround ourselves with some really good people from vendors to employees and everything like that. And it helps, helps everything. So. It's awesome. I mean, it yeah. definitely will make work more enjoyable if you like the people yeah. you work yeah, with. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, you got to. I mean, it's like I said, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do this. So right. you got to be around some good people and you got to like doing it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. You want to head outside yeah. then? All right. But yeah, this is where we sell Christmas trees and we'll sell plants. This thing will be full in the spring. Tons of hanging baskets, tons of bedding plants, tons of perennials, tons of nursery stock and trees and stuff. And, um, we really, really just kind of, you know, we don't, everybody asks us if we do anything in here during the winter or whatever, and we don't, it's really just a core season of April, May, June, when everybody's coming out and buying stuff to plan for the year. But, um, for that time it serves us well and, and it does good. So, um, we really, we were really happy we were able to do this this last year and kind of got the support of, uh of the, the center here and uh, the township and everything to, to allow us to do it. It's been great. Well, I appreciate you having us yeah. out to your store yeah. today. Yeah. And 
Thanks for having me. Yeah, really great to Come get on. to know you a little bit, Alex, yeah. and uh, the, the impact Ken's has on the community. So um, thanks for sharing that with us yeah. today. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. For those watching at home, thanks for tuning in and learning more about Ken's Fruit Market. And I hope you support local businesses like Ken's. And if you have any questions or would like to be a guest on our podcast, please reach out.